this is John who plays Diego, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Die by the Sword podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at midnightsyndicate.com. And I'd also like to thank Ford Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sound throughout the world. You can check them out at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. And you can check out our website at diebythesword.podcast.com. You can connect to everybody in the community on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find us. And you can also contact us at diebythesword.podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. Now, let's get into this episode. Happy post Fourth of July, everyone! Hey, America, America! So are, are we are we sure it's the fifth? I can have a fifth right now. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> getting right back on the horse. I like it. <laughs> Here's my chip. Take it away. All right. Sorry. <laughs> oh my! I'm joking, people. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so did you guys do anything because it fell on a tuesday which is weird it was. yeah so i actually had to like I, I had the weekend obviously off and then i had to work on the third and then i had the fourth off and then had to come back to work and i was like why why are we doing mm-hmm. this to ourselves who thought this out thank you human resources you're the greatest <laughs> it's it's so frustrating to have like the weird day on and then like go immediately go right back to work. It's like, why did we, who are we getting here? Agreed. I got to work from home today, so it's not as bad, but this whole week it's like work off, work from home, go to the office and then work from home again because they're doing repairs on the building. Oh, fun. So this is a, just a weird week. Yeah. I started off Monday. I had to work Monday as well. And I sent an email and uh, I got 50 bounces back of, you know, out of office, out of office. I said, I'm the only one here. Great. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I took off yesterday or uh, Monday so that I have a four day weekend. So Ooh, very nice. That's that's I a smart sh- way to do it. I should have yeah. done that. Yeah, because I, ha- I have all these floating holidays that I don't know what to do with them. That would have been a perfect time to use one of them. Yes, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. It was it was nice because yeah I agree with him it's just weird to come back because you know all that Monday you're not gonna do anything not right. gonna work I did, <laughs> I did not no, no. <laughs> I, I didn't really do much no right it's funny well, I was actually nice... off on Monday <laughs> oh so you did have a four day weekend me no it's funny I was actually off on Monday but I worked oh. on Tuesday uh, oh you worked on Tuesday yeah because we had a uh, symphony a patriotic pops concert. Um, oh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about Miss Texas. Ooh, okay. So that was a uh, that was a something. Also, I worked that as well mm-hmm. on the uh, the previous week leading up to it. Oh, like, how was that? It was. Uh, you know, the the people are are really nice that work for Miss Texas, and and their patrons are usually pretty nice as well. Surprisingly, because uh, I thought they were going to be when they first started coming to us. 
thought they're going to be a little more high maintenance, but they're not. They're great. It's just an exhausting week because of how much is involved with the show and and, and all that stuff. Hmm. So it could be worse. They could they could be awful, and it could be exhausting. <laughs> do you guys do a like a, a office pool on who's going to win? No, but. I think I showed you the one contestant that we've rooted for for like several years in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm forgetting. I'll, I'll find it. And I'll drop it in the chat because I don't know if I should say it on the, on the podcast. No, my, my question is how do they break it up? Uh, in the miss Texas thing. Do they break it up into counties? I mean, that'd be 155 contestants. Yeah. It's, it's actually by city. So it's like a bunch of major cities. Oh. Gary saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fourth runner up and fourth i was like up. how do you say i was like <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like mm-hmm. a drag name <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no, wow <laughs> uh, oh okay yes i do remember that <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, and so that's from 2016 but she was in it for like quite a few years <laughs> Just never could get to the top. <laughs> no, no matter. Exit was always premature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's too fast, too fast. Too fast. <laughs> and no, we cannot say her name. Uh, just no. <laughs> yeah, I was going to leave it up to you guys if you want. <laughs> I mean, I'm we leave could, it alone. but uh, I think it's more fun yeah. to have the listeners guess what the name was. Yes. Yeah. And if you feel in, in you know industrious, go look it up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Resources are out there. Yes, you can laugh as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess if everyone's rooting for the same person, you can't really have a, a pool. No, I know if, yeah. when we did the Clyburn, we I had them do a a pool. This past one. Although rooting for that Ooh. one, you could have a pool. What what happened? I said rooting for that one, you could have a pool. Mm-hmm. Was it monetary? I uh, I gave him a little something. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get called into HR. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're now the fifth runner-up. <laughs> 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 so where do we go from there well did anybody do anything exciting for the fourth that was the that was pre-fourth for me and then leading into the fourth but yeah did y'all do anything exciting saw the new indiana jones movie how was that actually really good i really enjoyed it it felt okay. like an indiana jones movie yeah uh, i will say so i actually I'm- saw it as well over the weekend i feel like it it delivered on the promise of an Indiana Jones movie, like mm-hmm. rather than like, what was it? The crystal of the skull or something like that. And I was yeah, like, that wasn't, that wasn't it. Skull. But this one, like every plot beat hit, hit, hit its mark. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I never saw the crystal skull one. Cause everybody said how bad it was. And like, do not sell a, your, what you know of Indiana Jones with it. So I never did, but I do want to see this one. I haven't I mean, it's heard a, super it things. Some, it has some plot points that are brought back in to this one, like some family tie-ins and stuff like that. But what, a, what about the um, refrigerator short round, the nuclear bomb? Oh yeah. 
<laughs> yes, the one where he should have died. No, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we're, we ignore that part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, like they should have got short round because he's just blowing up. He's got his Oscar and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they do a six, I don't think they will, but maybe he'll be in the sixth one. <laughs> well, I think if they do future ones, they they may change it a little, as you can see it, from it, it, this. Yeah. One. It wouldn't be him. It would be following somebody else. <laughs> I will say though that like some, I feel like some just like IPs just like need to die. Like we don't necessarily need like everything to like continue on and on and on and just like rehash like the same sort of like mm-hmm. characters and whatnot. It's like it it would be okay, you know, if Indiana Jones stopped with Harrison Ford. You know, it's like we we don't need to permanently drag things out and beat the dead horse. You know, right? Why were you looking at Star Wars when you said that? Uh, looking at 007. <laughs> at least with 007, I mean, that, that's just a that's a code name, so it can be anybody coming in at any time, different stories, whatever. That's just a code name. This is true. Oh, is I, that like the the canon? Lord I thought that's was... <laughs> the thing that I will say that I appreciate about Star Wars though is that like they are sort of like expanding beyond like the core characters like it's no longer like just like the skywalker family it's like you know okay mm-hmm. now we're going to do like rogue one now we're going to do you know all these other things you know yeah we're, we're going to retread the the han solo storyline or whatever but it's like okay you know the mandalorian we're we're progressing beyond just you know this this sort of narrow slice of of storytelling within the universe i can appreciate that i can respect it mm-hmm. yeah i think it's, I, when it's been at its best lately i've uh one of the people I work with has gone through a star Wars journey. She's just watched everything that she can. And it's, 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 it's neat to see it through someone else's eyes who have just picked it up. But sometimes she asks questions like, I don't know why they did that. I couldn't tell you. (laughs) Yeah. It would make sense if they did this, but. A lot of it can be answered by, cause it looked cool. Or because George Lucas didn't know where it was going when he first started. Mm-hmm. Space magic. Answer is space magic. Yes. <laughs> well, a lot of it is, you know, we're winging it at this point, And so let's go with it. I had this dream that this happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it did. It's like, oh, why in the original does Obi-Wan say that Yoda was his teacher when it clearly was Qui-Gon? <laughs> right. <laughs> But did uh, Keith, did you do anything? I actually, ho- well, co-hosted a pool party with, I was the, I was the hamburger and weenie man. <laughs> I know it's a big responsibility, man. But yeah, we got, we did like a potluck at a friend's house who had a pool. So we hosted kind of the, the food part and they hosted the pool party part. So it was a lot Very of fun. Nice. So you were, all, you were working the grill? Or does that mean something else for you that I don't know about? (laughs) It's it's actually hamburgers and weenies. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we tried to use, uh, he had a Traeger uh, and we tried to use that for the hamburgers and hot dogs and it didn't quite put the char on them. Mm -hmm. You know, like you really like, especially hot dogs. I really want like a little black on them a little bit uh, cooked too much, but yeah, you couldn't get it hot enough to really get that char on them. But I mean, they still tasted fantastic. They just didn't have that. That on them. Oh, uh, yeah. No grill marks. Right. And we threw some veggies on there too. And you know, you get that black 
that black stuff on the on the veggies Ooh, too yeah. it makes them better but it's still mm-hmm. the same thing we couldn't get it couldn't get it that far and we didn't want to overcook them so yeah yeah but it was it was a great time people brought some really good sides and stuff it was we had potato salad we had a uh like a five fruit salad we had a cucumber like dill it was kind of like a soup i guess mm-hmm. like the people just bringing these all these crazy stuff it was but they were really good Ooh, man, I'm, I would I, go nuts for some potato salad. <laughs> yes, love it. But I'm concerned about the person who brought soup to a summer barbecue. I mean, they said, <laughs> I mean, it was so soupy, but it had like cucumbers and dill and uh, red onions in it. I think I'm out. See, that's are what you, I said. Are you sure yeah, they just, just didn't? They didn't just bring pickles, clean out their fridge, call it a soup. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. It, it kind of looked like a pickles and, ra- and melted ranch is kind of what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, no, it's clean at the fridge. Oh, melted yeah. ranch. As well. Wait, what's solid yeah. ranch? And is there a gas ranch? Right, gelatinous Ooh. ranch. Plasma ranch. Plasma <laughs> ranch. <Yeah. laughs> that back, you know there's going to be a hot ranch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, those things that the bodybuilders use where they sniff or whatever. You got a ranch flavored one. You're like, poppers? What? <laughs> oh, yeah, poppers? <laughs> but ranch flavored. But yeah. ranch flavored. But ra- <laughs> totally different thing. <laughs> Extra tangy. <clears throat> I'm sorry. VHS cleaner. Right. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Be appropriate. Right. <laughs> For all those people who still have VHS recorders, both of us. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I do. I did. For I a while. actually left it at Kristenwood. Mm. Oops. Mm-hmm. One in the closet that Mark keeps trying to get rid of, but I'm a pack rat, so I won't let it go. I might need it. Yeah. I might want to watch Aladdin, you know, on my VHS <laughs> recording. <laughs> Where are you going to get yeah. that guy going now for your feature presentation in that mm-hmm. tinny orchestral sting? Uh, yeah, when's the last time you've seen an FBI warning? <laughs> Not on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> what's that monster? <laughs> That's Teddy. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what they're doing. Wasn't John. Not this time. Yeah, sorry. Oddly, mine were really quiet, and I don't know how that they're oh, doing. Now they're oh. going. <laughs> yeah, as I say, they heard you talking about them. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but they're sniffing my shoes. They smell the door. Yes, that's what it is. Uh, in case people are wondering, the door is a bar. I just actually left a bar and had to do a mad dash back here. So it was mad kitty driving. And yes, before anybody says anything, it's my softball team is the thunder kitties. So yes, I play a kitty while playing softball and here as well. Yes. <laughs> can you, can you imagine being like a cat suit out there at first base coaching? <laughs> oh my God. Like misery. Like, okay. So <laughs> have, have y'all ever been to like S4 on like a Friday? Because like every once in a while, like, S4 on a Friday night, it'll just be like packed with like people in like full on like fursuits. And it is 
the most, it's one of those things where you're just like, I feel like I'm the odd one out here because I'm definitely like not part of this crowd. It is wild. I'm usually only at S4 on Thursdays. (laughs) I haven't been there in a long, long time. Yeah. um, I'm there for cornhole. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Please don't make me happy. Lots of people are. (laughs) (laughs) Stepped into that one. (laughs) I didn't know they had a... uh, furry night but i don't even think it's like an official furry night i think it's just sort of like an un like an unofficial like like someone posts on a bulletin board that's like hey guys you know on friday you know grab, grab your fursuit and come to <laughs> we're, we're all heading to s4 on this this particular like you know where it's like you know where everyone will sort of coordinate like oh we're going to go to like this dive bar and then like 50 people show up and like the dive bar is like whoa what is going on here it sort of feels like that where it's like somebody else organized it and didn't necessarily let all the other patrons know. Gotcha. You've been mobbed. It's like right, a flash exactly. mob, yeah. Yes, exactly. You've been <laughs> fur mobbed. Fur you, <laughs> you know, as 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 an owner, that'd be great if if that happened. Like fifty people show up on, at my dive bar. As a manager, that would piss me the hell off. Yes. <laughs> and as a regular. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, as the manager, like y'all couldn't have given me a heads up. Like I would have mm-hmm. brought extra staff. Now we're going to be short staff and everyone's going to be waiting for line for drinks. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's still, you know, quite, quite the, quite the experience to see, you know, two dozen furries walk into the bar and you're just like, whoa, I was definitely not expecting this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I in summer too. Oh, they're going to ring that hot. thing out at the end of the night. Yeah. That does not sound fun. Yeah. It's going to be expensive to clean it, I would think. Is that dry clean only? Mm, I was going to say. <laughs> how, do you, how do you take that to a dry cleaner? Nah, man. Just Febreze the inside of it. Just Febreze. That's all you need. What you know? What are you trying to do here? You're just like, oh, I'm a mascot for the local high school football team. <laughs> <laughs> you and 27 yeah. other people. Don't look at the costume yeah. too close. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, the, Don't the, lift the up the tail. The for, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> The suit should actually have personal air conditioning devices. Uh, I like the inflatable ones because they kind of do. They have the, the fan circulating inside. Oh, yeah. But is I that a furry suit or a sumo wrestler? Or the dinosaurs, yes. Yeah, the dinosaur <laughs> one, yeah. I've got the giant ballerina one. Of course you Wait, do. You own one? <laughs> Doesn't everyone have a costume closet? John secretly admitting that he's actually one of the furries at S4 on Friday night right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what? Fridays? They come in? Oh. That's crazy. <laughs> you mean every, you mean every third Friday, uh, you know, every every month? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I totally have not heard of that. <laughs> Never been there. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you see a tuxedo cat, it's probably John. <laughs> Could be. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know how to segue yet into <laughs> the show. Speaking of John as a cat <laughs> or something, something scaly. We have a new. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of furries, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of animals, <laughs> we have a couple and we have a new one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 
So last week we were joined by Daniel, who is playing our uh, new pork chop character, which we uh, we didn't really go into detail of like what pork chop looks like and you know what his race is and all that. I think we we might have mentioned his race at one point, but so yeah, uh, Daniel, you want to give a little description of pork chop? Just a little. Yeah basic one we can get into more later but yeah sure so uh i sort of estimate he's like what maybe like three and a half feet maybe four feet tall he's kind of he's definitely on the shorter side uh you know if you, if you put him next to the average human he's definitely sort of like that that midway point to maybe a little bit chest high depending but yeah so let's see i think the the art shows him as having you know sort of a typical what would you say like a like a what are they called? Like a, a like a poison dart frog or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he's got sort of like the typical like green skin, like yellow underbelly sort of look. But he is a cleric for uh, is it the goddess Saren Ray? So you know he's sort of decked out in sort of minimal cleric gear. Actually, what is, let's see what that was. I've actually forgotten that, that I have a, a character sheet in front of me, so I can tell you exactly what he's wearing, technically. Does it actually... Oh, yeah, gear, right there. There we go. Well, according to this, he's not wearing any gear. No, uh, it just says uh, an artisan's outfit. But so he's, he's, he's got... got, he's, got he's, he's got scale mail on, too. Oh, there you go. Okay. So he's got that going for him. Uh, he also carries with him uh, a mace... Uh, as per the cleric uh, tradition. Uh, he's also got a blow dart with him so that, you know, he can sort of do his thing. But uh, for the most part, he's actually uh, sort of on the on the more timid side. So he doesn't necessarily want to get involved with the combat directly. He's, he's much more interested in, in uh, caring for others uh, more than himself, to be honest. Uh, but he definitely believes that sort of like his, his like, meaning in life is sort of like contributing to like other people's success. And that's how he sort of like derives his own sort of like personal fulfillment. Uh, but also, but sort of more importantly, like as a cleric of Saren Ray, he's, he's definitely more interested in sort of like guiding those who are sort of like misguided or lost in, in his eyes as to like, you know, you're, you, you're lost on the path of, of no, I'm no longer, you know, worshiping uh, Saren Ray. So I'm going to try and guide you back into uh, her, her holy light. Um, and so that's sort of like what he's really uh, focused on. Oh, he's um, one of those. Just as okay. A, do what? <laughs> yeah. He's one well, of I those. mean, he, he's one of those. He's, 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 you know, a little bit of a religious uh, enthusiast, we'll say. Not necessarily fanaticism. <laughs> Have you but, heard uh, the good news? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about our Lord and Savior, Saren Ray? But yeah, that's, that's what's up with him. Very cool. Well, uh, so, ha- how do pork chop and I always want to call you Zap, uh, pork chop and thwip? <laughs> right. How's that dynamic in your opinion? So, in my so the way that that pork chop remembers how things played out, I'm sure thwip has his own version of the story. The way that that uh, pork chop remembers is, um, uh, I uh, pork chop was was doing his goodly deeds in his homeland, you know, feeding the hungry and clothing the people needing clothes and uh uh one day uh 
or rather one night, you know, uh, Porkchop goes to bed and uh, he sees, uh, he has this sort of vivid dream, this vivid lucid dream in, in which Saren Ray actually comes to him and says, hey, you're going to meet someone. This person is so misguided and so absolutely lost that I am, you are going to be their personal dedicated shepherd to get them back onto the path. And, you know, Porkchop, how could he say no? You know, when, when the goddess appears in your dream and says, this person. Well, sure enough, the, ne- the very next day, Porkchop actually nearly gets run over in, by a carriage, uh, and the, the carriage driver stops and pulls over and checks on, on Porkchop, and, and uh, the, the, the person inside the carriage, Thwip, pops out and says, what the fuck? You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> why, why did you throw yourself in the, in the way of my carriage? And it, from that moment, sort of like a you know, light bulb over the head moment, Porkchop was like, this guy is totally misguided. So from then on, he was like, all right, you know, I got to follow with this guy wherever he goes. And, and I got to make sure that he's actually, you know, try and, you know, try and steer him back onto the right path. But whenever he introduced himself, his real name, uh, Porkchop's real name is River Hop. That's R-I-B-B-O-R, last name Hop, H-A-U-P. But whenever he said River Hop, Flip heard Porkchop, and just rolled with it. And uh, at this point, River feels so compelled and so embarrassed about having never corrected him that he's just like, I guess my name is Porkchop now. So, uh, you know, whatever I got to <laughs> do to, to follow the goddess's direction and, uh, you know, stick with this guy, you know, if he calls me Porkchop, I guess that's my new name for the moment. We'll just see how this plays out. <laughs> I would love it, love it, love it if this was the wrong person. <laughs> 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 it was just right. actually someone down the road a little bit. Right. It was actually the carriage driver. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't met him yet. He's he's going to be showing up, and it's like, oh, oh right, you were supposed to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's pork chop in a nutshell, uh, as far as he remembers it. But again, you know, <clears throat> memories differ as to exactly what the origin story is. But yeah, I like it. I like it. In fact, that's great because it's a cool backstory that you came up with really quickly. Hero card. Hero card. This is his first hero card, you guys. It's your first hero card. Yeah. All right. Do you need one since everybody else should should have at least one somewhere? Hold on. But this is going to be awkward because Surrenray's not giving him these hero cards. It's another goddess. That's true. That's true. So, uh, hero cards are. Things that I give out that it's like an actual like deck of cards. Uh, Fancy. It's kind of like tarot cards, but in Pathfinder it is a hero card. And with these, the the way we're working them into the story is the goddess Phrasma has kind of blessed the party. And she eventually gives these boons uh, out for good deeds or good role play or anything like that. Gotcha. All right. Or do each, they do they do they each do something uniquely different, or is it like sort of just like stacking effects of the same type? There are six suits, I believe, and six, and each suit does something different. Gotcha. So you can turn these in to get whatever bonus that is. So, and before I draw your card, I will go over those suits again once I find them because I 
Let's see. Is this something I need to sort of mark separately off of away or, or like away from Hero Lab or within Hero Lab can also contain this? Uh, uh, you can put it in the, yeah. Okay. Put it in the notes section or whatever. These so the way the Hero cards work, they are <laughs> connected to the player, not the character. So if for some reason oh. you ended up not playing Port Chop in the future, but you still had a Hero card, that Hero card would transfer to a new character. Ah, interesting. All right. Okay. I love the de- the dedication to like the pen and paper method, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> for, for those not uh, able to see, obviously, Philip held up a little, quite literally, a scrap of paper <laughs> that had uh, what he needed to know on there. <laughs> well, when we were actually playing in person, I could actually hand out the cards. Oh, gotcha. Here, so you could turn in the card, but. Now I'm just, I have the cards and you have to keep track of what you have. <laughs> All the right. Is, the tough part is uh, actually using them and remember you have them. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we also have uh, group cards. The one that I held up is a group card. So we all have to agree to use it if it's going to be used. So the uh, the group cards will have a very specific thing that they do to them. That, that's only for that one card and doesn't matter what the suit is or whatever. It's that card specifically, but the suits for the individual cards, you've got hammers, which is uh, strength based. So if you turn that one in before a roll is made, it grants you a plus eight luck bonus on any D 20 roll. Uh, you can also use it after you've made the roll and get a plus four. But if you do it before you roll, it's plus eight after is plus four. Uh, that is the only one that you can actually turn in for another player as well. So you, that one, if you want to give John a plus eight on his attack or whatever, you, or a plus four on his attack, you can do that one. Uh, if you use it for somebody else to aid another, the bonuses are halved. So it's plus four and plus two. But for yourself, it's plus eight or plus four. Uh, the next set uh, suit is keys. That is dexterity based. Uh, you can turn in a keys card to take your turn immediately. So you basically jump in the initiative order. You just go right then. Shields is a constitution-based card. You can spend a shields card on your turn to gain an additional standard or move action. So you can It's like having haste, basically. Books is intelligence-based. You can spend a books card to recall a spell you have already cast or to gain another use of a special ability that is otherwise limited. Uh, And then stars is wisdom based. If you feel stuck at some point in the adventure, you can spend a stars card to petition the GM for a hint about what to do next. And the last one is, yeah, last one is crowns is charisma based. You may spend a crown card to re-roll any one d20 roll you just made. You must take the result of the second roll, even if it's worse. So that's what those are. The weird thing about these cards so far is every time we have drawn one, it has fit into the story with whatever the card is. Just randomly. I just I shuffle these each time and I draw it, and it just happens to fit whatever the situation is. <laughs> like so- uncannily fit. Right, so the the heart of the cards are guiding us. Yes, yes, the heart of the cards. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, by the way. <laughs> right. 
So what I will do is since these are a story driven thing, I will draw your card, keep it secret, and then somehow reveal it in gameplay of where you find it. Okay. So speaking of gameplay, who remembers what else happened last time? We finally beat that that uh, manipulate, manipulative little light monster that took advantage of poor little Jenny. Did it take I advantage? That's, that's definitely a way of saying it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jenny and Thwip. Thwip was also taken advantage of. Yeah, but Thwip wasn't <laughs> doing something stupid like trying to free it. <laughs> Don't free the monsters. <laughs> Should make that our mantra now. That's a good, just good advice in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if you want to unleash no. the beast? Is that the same oh. thing? <laughs> Is this relating back to your Saturday burn price? To S four? Oh, that's what they should call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who says we don't? I mean, they don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So we yeah, also I believe gonna... we're still in the middle of the cave. Like, I think we were in the cave. We found some treasure, some really fancy coins, um, some cool gear. And then I think we just, like, rested. I think it was, like, a, the last thing that we did. Yes, we needed we're, a drastic yeah. rest. Yeah. 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 Was pretty much, he was down. Oh, he was, he was going to go down in, in another round. <laughs> yeah, everybody was kind of hurting. Mm-hmm. No spell slots left. Okay, so since you guys did decide to rest, I'm sure you're setting up watches, you did all your healings and restorations and everything in there uh, as well. It's kind of dark down here, so you're going to set up like a, a fire or whatever to do like a campfire chat. Can we tell yeah, those probably stories? probably a good idea. <laughs> Although I think, uh, yeah, Flip and... Uh... And uh, Jenny might be a little nervous about having more light down here. We're just like, ooh. <laughs> Not the lights again. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jenny is human, so she needs the light because she has no dark vision at all. Also, uh, what are we going to do with this giant carcass? Can we push it down that hole? What giant carcass? You mean the, the light, the color out of space? It yeah. just vanishes. There's no carcass or anything. Oh, okay. There. I I still see it on the map, so I thought it was just like bleh, on the floor. <laughs> a light carcass. It's now a shadow <laughs> of its former self. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> so yeah, let's. We can. We, uh, uh, come on, everybody. We need to set up a camp. So Jenny is going to reach into her bag and, and it's not a lot, but she's got to feed Pablo. So she's got like some rations for him to eat because he loves eating. Once we have a campfire going and people are settling in, Diego will take a moment to scan the area to see if there's any signs of pepper. Give me a perception check. Not good. Ten. I think he sees nothing. See nothing. <laughs> he feels somewhat safe about that. <laughs> you see the shadow of a cat 
but then realize it's your shadow. <laughs> also, you can stay that big forever, Diego. No, I, I, I when I when we rested, I, I go down in size. Your your fraction period. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that happens to all of us. Yeah. Well, I like the little semicircle you made here. Uh, Semi oval, I guess. My friend, pork chop. Tell me, where do you come from? That's so formal. Uh, so I, as pork chop says, uh, well, I'm from. Oh fuck! What was it called? The, the I was about to call it the Weeglum. <laughs> the Moengi Expanse. <laughs> <laughs> the Moeng. Yeah. So, pork chop says. So I'm from the Moengi Expanse. Uh, so kind of far out of my way, but. Uh, you know, wherever wherever the goddess leads me, that's that's where I've headed without any thought, uh, without any hesitation. Uh, but essentially, wherever uh, Thwip goes, is, that's uh, that's where I'm headed to. What is it, what exactly uh, brought you all here? What is it that we're that y'all are doing uh, way out here in this uh, this area? We're all here for different reasons. Well, I I'm... was looking for you, Pork Chop, and I'm glad I found you. <laughs> yes, well, the goddess leads me to, uh, uh, in roundabout ways, to, to, to guide you along the path, but uh, I understand why you're here, Thwip. <laughs> 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 that is, this is the, the, the agent of chaos that you are, but uh, I, I am you know interested to, to hearing uh, what it is that has brought us all here together. Like I was saying, I am here to stop the whispering way. These are the people that are behind all of this. I mean, you saw the light monster, but that's just the tip of the... Did you see that lady upstairs who had the little beef jerky baby? She's all part of it. They're all part of it. And me and my... And she pets Pablo. Right right, right under the frill. Just because he can't reach it, so it feels real good when you itch it. Me and Pablo, we're... We're going to stop them. We're not going to let them get any farther. Flip kind of leans over to to uh, Park Chop and he's like, "You got to watch out for this one. She's a little spicy, but uh, her little Dino buddy, he's he's pretty cute." And then Jenny's going to say, "You know what? I heard that, and that's racist." <laughs> oh, because I'm the I'm the Latina. I'm the spicy one. No, 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 no. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> Porktop leans back, or leans leans towards Whip and says, "They're. It sounds like they're trying to take out a cult. That sounds exactly like the kind of thing that I think you know the goddess Serenray would would have us uh, endeavor to 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 join. It sounds like this is our, our opportunity to show the goddess Serenray uh, what it is that that we're meant to be doing here." Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I don't know if we need to get involved in this. This is a uh, sounds very low priority for uh, you know valor and earning prestige. My friend, this this cult apparently has my sister involved with it, which is not a good thing. This could be very, very dangerous, and we should put a stop to it. She cannot continue to go this far. Yeah, this one, his sister, I think she's a stray or something. She uh, wandered off from the family. I can't even tell. 
but surely for taking out a cult, someone would be financially interested in putting an end to this, right? Well, yes, the mayor has agreed to pay us for taking out this this foundling issue that's being that's, uh, going on. Flip leans in a little bit more. He's like, pay, you say? Yeah, Porkchop leans over and says, honor and gold, or glory and gold. That sounds like uh, the right move for us. No, Flip? Should, we should really consider going with this, right? I've, uh, I've not a no yet. Let's, uh, let's hear, let's hear them out. And he looks over to Gruber. He's like, this guy, now his dinosaur, that, that thing's a monster. It, it, it is great. You should see it in action. Well, in order to see it in action, we would have to, you know, kill a cult. <laughs> Maybe we should consider <laughs> killing cults so that we can see this dino in action. <laughs> Porkchop, you know how I feel about you turning my words against me. <laughs> <laughs> you feel great about it, I can tell. And uh, Porkchop just turns to the other three and says, "All right, I've convinced him. I think we're, I think we're ready to uh, to join your your group. Thank you for the invite. That's uh, most gracious of you." I don't remember inviting, but we could use the help. We're actually down a person right now. And having two in their place, that that could help a lot. So thank you. Yes, my friend, your your assistance is greatly appreciated. Grubert leans over to Porkchop and says, "From what I've heard, I'm new to the group, but what I've heard, their group drops like flies. So be careful." <laughs> <laughs> and Porkchop leans back and says, "Hey, I like flies. That's kind of my thing." <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> Fly joke right off the bat, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so where where is the? I'm assuming y'all have heard some sort of information about where it is that where your your sister Pepper might be, or uh, where this cult might be hanging out that we could take to uh, and, and go and investigate additional beyond this, or. What, what, what information do we have about where, where we should head next? They're always on the move. I mean, we've been chasing them for a really long time. So what was the last, I guess, location that y'all had heard uh, as to where as to their whereabouts? This house? So have we searched maybe like the entire house or like scrubbed it for any additional clues or, or I'm assuming... Y'all got here and started killing people with, would you call them, jerk baby chickens? Reckless or, abandon? Right. <laughs> Beef jerky babies, that's what you called them. <laughs> so have we taken the opportunity to uh, investigate the house for for any additional subtle hints as to where, where this cult may have headed off to next? Uh, not completely. I don't think we have. See, I think we might just need to get back to the ship, Captain. This is, uh, they, they don't know what they're doing. Wait, I thought you no, were no, the no. captain. No. <laughs> we were just on the ship. But I thought you, I thought you were the captain of the ship. No, uh we were, we were just on a ship, and so we, I was trying to oh. find him. We were two passengers on the ship. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But your ship, your ship went down, didn't it? 
Yes, but uh, now that I found my pork chop, I, we should maybe get the rest, of the rest of the crew and find, find them. Although they were pretty inept. They steered right in those rocks during that storm. <laughs> Someone found driver's dead. <laughs> they could be at the bottom of Lake Car... Na- ten- ten- Tinicaca? In <laughs> yeah. Carthen. In Carthen. <laughs> well, I, as a cleric of the goddess Saren Ray feel very compelled to assist you uh, in this. So uh, if we, you know, if everyone's rested up, I suppose we could uh, begin investigating and, and looking for any additional signs about this cult, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, and then she's going to lean over to Pablo. Oh my god, he's got, like, drive. Oh my god. The direction we've <laughs> never had before. <laughs> oh, poor chap. I uh, the, still want to hear from the, this guy. Right. No, it's, uh, it's uh, the the will of the goddess just speaks into Porkchop's ear and says, "You gotta, you're going, you're going to have to, you know, pursue this a little bit harder with them." He looks like Flip looks like really like guidance. so. You mentioned that they are uh, dropping like flies. What do? You, what? Why are you here with them? <laughs> I was just wondering, actually, and I heard a disturbance uh, of a monstrous proportion. Uh, so I actually found them fighting and uh, in really bad state. So I was helping them after one of their friends died. So we sticking around? Or... <laughs> yeah. I... You, you want to come with me and pork chop to look for this uh, <laughs> boat captain? I mean, it's a good offer. Uh, I did hear that they their dead friend, I, they put him in like a bag of holding or something. It was really weird. Preserves the body. <laughs> They're just transporting dead bodies in bags. I don't know what's going on here. Also, they had a baby. I would mention the baby that they took with them. <laughs> That's right. Jobert just <laughs> ran off with a baby as well. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, this this crew is crazy. <laughs> you want you want to get out of here or? <laughs> <laughs> I actually wind up convincing Keith. Should we go get some brews? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, does anyone want to go get some ice cream? So, you know. <laughs> Like pork chop turns around and we're just gone. He's like, "Wait a what? <laughs> what just happened?" So you mentioned gold and uh, possibly a little fame. Yes, my friend. We we must uh, help the townspeople here by stopping this fostering that they they're doing with their children. They're they're turning their children into well monsters. So yeah, like Thomas one town over, it's it's all sorts of fucked up. One town over, what they're doing is they're taking their daughters and they are offering them to um, these fish people. And then the fish people marry them and turn them into monsters. And it's, oh, I don't know. We, we, we have a lot to do in this town to help set it right. Pork chop. It reminds me of that time you ran off with that duke's daughter. Boy, was he surprised. Which time? <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I I very specifically remember that being you, and I had to come after your ass to to rescue you out of that situation, and and I, once again guide you back onto the path of Saren. Right? This was your your don't don't uh project your your history on me. This was a uh, not me in the least. 
Porkchop sometimes has memory problems. We'll just... Uh... <laughs> Uh, okay, so if we are looking for any additional clues or evidence, what the, gosh, I'm sorry, what was the, is it the Whispering Way that we're looking for? Yes. Yes. Okay, so knowing that they're looking for evidence of the Whispering Way as to uh, what maybe their next location is, is it possible to do, like, another search of just, like, the area in, or, like, specific, I guess, to the house or the area in regards to, like, we're looking for something like that? So, I mean, Jenny is going to pipe up and say, no, we're already way past that. We need to move forward because every second we waste, they're getting further and further away. Oh, so you actually already know where they're headed then? Well... (laughs) I mean... He We're going Jenny likes rushing into things. <laughs> yes. Jenny likes rushing into things. We're trying to find where they went, and that's what we're t- t- trying to find out now. So I, I'm assuming as assuming as you're you know you're talking, you're showing all of the evidence that you have found so far to like, live in like Portugal, letter. Correct? Yeah. So you've got the letter that, that this was the letter from Pepper. Is that right? Is that from what Pepper. I'm calling? Yeah. Okay written to one of the other one of the writers uh, saying to ask about uh, Raven's head uh, you also found evidence that there is underwater caves beneath the turn rocks that the scum are connected to you have found evidence throughout this whole thing that here where all the scum have been residing you have found the bodies of Whispering Way agents so you've probably pieced together that the scum and the Whispering Way are connected Uh, those of you with knowledge religion give me a knowledge religion roll let's see I know I have that as do I, my friend. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Roll. A uh, total of 21. Nice. Anybody else to boost that? Uh, yeah, hold on just a second. Uh, not a big boost. I got a 15. It's enough to aid. Anybody else aiding? Uh, I got a 19 on religion. Okay, so that will boost that to a 25. Nice. Porkchop, and all of your studies through religion, you've heard of the Whispering Way and the Whispering Tyrant, and you know that there's a ritual involved with resurrecting the Whispering Tyrant that involves creating the Carrion Crown. And Raven's head is a piece of the Carrion Crown. Gotcha. So, uh, in, in my sudden of insight, being like, "Oh, the Whispering Way," I actually do remember that. And so I go ahead and relay this information to them that the uh, Raven's head is related to the Carrion Crown, which is needed for the resurrection of you said the Whispering Tyrant. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, so I go ahead and relay that information to them as well. 
Uh, so real quick, uh, the raven's head, you, Gary, you're saying that's an item needed for the carrion crown in order to resurrect? Okay, so it's not like it a is place. An item. No, raven's right, head okay. is an item. Okay. Yeah, and Pepper is involved with that, so that's why Diego is looking for signs of Pepper. And to protect his friends. So does that letter actually detail anything about, like, you know, it, it said something along the lines of ask about the raven's head, um, but does it say anything about, like, where someone might find the raven's head, or, you know, how, you know, where does it, like, obviously, if the Whispering Way is, is pursuing the raven's head, then we need to sort of beat the Whispering Way to the raven's head and potentially claim it before they do, right? Does the letter say anything about that, or...? Uh, no, it was a very small uh, strip of paper that was kind gotcha. of in with. They had another artifact that they had exchanged, and it was in with the crate of that. So, do we need to go to the town and ask anybody if they know where that is, or know of it? I mean, I want. I would vote to press on instead of going backwards. Do we know where to press on to? Uh, I mean, yeah, just follow the cave. Give, give me just a general knowledge, or just a, a wisdom check. Just d20 plus your wisdom modifier. <laughs> you, are you asking everyone in the group? Three. Nineteen. Diego goes oh. with a three-teen. <laughs> and I have a sixteen. Sixteen. Not the wisest group. <laughs> but Grubert with your 19 you've pieced together again that Whispering Way is after Raven's Head they may have had it but you don't know for sure the scum have been killing the Whispering Way you know of these underground, underwater tunnels beneath the turn rocks where the scum reside so oh. that might be where you need to search. Gotcha. So, so, you, the, so just to, you're saying the scum have been killing the Whispering Way. So they're clearly not fans, right? So they might know more about where the Whispering Way is currently is or where they're headed. Possibly. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I'm beginning to think that Captain may not have been as inept as uh, I thought. The uh, <laughs> it was like Turn Rocks. They might have uh, been sabotaged. It also didn't help that you were trying to yank the, the steering wheel away from him so, uh, to, to lean into those rocks. So, you know, let's not necessarily I undercut the captain's efforts there. Told you he didn't know where he was going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Grubert then will tell the, tell the gang, I think we need to get to the bottom of the scum problem, and then maybe that'll help us find the Whispering Way. Perhaps, my friends, we need to, to take a look at these caves underneath the turn rocks. Yes, I also agree. My my <laughs> goddess intuition is whispering to me that the, the caves are, are, are where we need to head as well. I'm all in favor for that plan of action. He's just getting, like, texts from the goddess. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you up? <laughs> I love that. I love it. Um, it's actually faxes. <laughs> She's an old goddess. 
so I think in the morning we should actually, yeah, no, let's press on, but we gotta figure out the watch. I could take first watch. Uh, if it's nighttime, I actually have night vision of some sort, um, so I don't mind taking the first watch. Or which you know, whichever one has the most darkness that y'all don't want to uh, accommodate. Well, I think we're in a cave, so I think we'll be. It's dark no matter what. Right. <laughs> and Jenny wants to take the first watch, so she can actually sleep through the rest of the night. So. Oh, okay. She needs that beauty sleep. She needs the beauty sleep, and she needs the spell sleep, so she can yeah. rest up for her spells. Yes, everyone except elves, I believe, needs uh, at least eight hours of sleep to regain their spell slots and everything. I, my understanding at, uh, at the in the duration of last uh, session was that we had already rested the full amount. Yeah, we you, were going you will to. Be, you will okay. be resting the full amount. This okay. is kind of a jumping back into what happened while you were gotcha. setting up. Okay, gotcha, rest. gotcha, gotcha. So Jenny's already putting her hair in curlers. She's got her mud mask on. Pablo's got one too. <laughs> it looks amazing. <laughs> okay. So I guess, I mean, who wants to do second watch? Well, we can skip through that because nothing happens. Okay. Overnight. Oh, I thought we were going to get a wandering monster. Oh. You really want a wandering monster? <laughs> I say you won't be able to recover your spells that way. Right. It's true. Do you want another wandering light to come through? No, no, just like <laughs> just like a quick little griffin or something. Just a little baby dragon. <laughs> Those can still fuck you up. How about a salamander? We'll just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just two experience points. That's about our speed. <laughs> the slug spawn that we're missing before come after you. <laughs> yeah. They went through the okay. phase door. They found you. <laughs> All right, so you uh, make it through the evening uneventfully, uh, setting up your watches and everything. Uh, nothing happens. You are fully arrested and recovered. Ta time out, time out. Can I make a suggestion? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're all done and rested? All done and rested. Everything's recovered. Uh, what is the plan? Uh, well, it sounded like... Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm drawing blanks on names. Uh, Diego and um, Rupert, thank you. We're wanting to explore more into the caves, so uh, if we wanted to head that way. More into the current caves that you're in. You can do so. There's only one little section left uh, to the uh, west here after you exit out of this part. There's only one tunnel down here to go down. This passage winds through the earth for, you know, you can tell it goes on for miles. There are about halfway down its length, the tunnel starts to fill with water. Um, and you would need some means of, like, water breathing to continue through because it completely floods the, the tunnels here. Can Porkchop breathe underwater? I actually don't know probably good at swimming, but I don't think he has You know, you, you say that, but my swim skill is actually minus one. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> so, really, good at, you know, really good at climbing. Right. 
He likes being up in the trees, not it's in the a tree frog. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah that, that makes more sense. <laughs> I didn't mean to assume that you could breathe just because well, you're an amphibian. Wait I was safe. called me racist earlier. <laughs> Diego is, does have that potion of water breathing. I think doesn't Keith have a helm of water breathing or something? No, we we gave it to we gave it to Diego. Yeah, Diego has the helm of water breathing. Yeah. I, I will tell you that going through these tunnels, they just go on for miles. It's a maze. You, you don't know where you're heading. Okay. So. Perhaps we should find the rock, the caves beneath the the, the rocks, turn the turn rock. rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where the scum will be, and that maybe will be our answers. Wait, hold on. You mean we didn't even have to fight this monster? We could have just left it alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the words of Jimmy, chose to go down there. <laughs> it was calling to us. Yeah. Save my beef jerky, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm assuming with that being said, you you kind of explore a little bit. You look where you can. You don't see anywhere to go. It's flooded, so you head back out the way you came in. Absolutely. Yes, but Jenny's mad the whole way. What else is new? (laughs) Uh, As you are heading out uh, of the cave, Porkchop, give me a perception check. Perception check. Do, do, do. Skills. Sorry, I'll get there, guys. Here we go. 22. I'm sorry, 28. 28. Uh, as you're walking, you see something shiny on the ground. I would love to investigate that shininess. It seems important to Porkchop. <laughs> uh, as you do get closer to this uh, shiny object, you realize that it is in the shape of a card. I pick up the card uh, and look uh, take a gander at it. You pick up the card and look at it, and this fog just starts to kind of spiral around the room as you look at it. Oh, poor Jeff, what'd you do now? (laughs) (laughs) And as the spiraling fog just kind of gets bigger around the room, you hear a voice that's not Saren Ray. It says, yes, yes. you will do you nice. Will do nice. nice. You, will you will guide my children, my children and still serve, serve your goddess. Your God. But you may you need may some, need help, some along help along the way. Take, Take this, this as a as thank, a thank you, you for keeping for them, them in line. line. And as she speaks, the card that was just like this card-shaped form of light solidifies into the juggler. The juggler is a keys card. It's a keys card that represents destiny, deities, and those who play with the fates of others. And as a reminder, the keys cards... You are able to turn that in 
to take your turn immediately. So you can jump in the initiative order. Ooh, that's going to come in handy. You're going to save life. That sounds very pork chop. That's right. Very cool. Uh, so I feel overwhelmed with the with you know the deity bestowing me this gift, and I very gratefully and respectfully tuck the card away uh, in in was it like a little a little pocket inside my my garb uh, to, for safekeeping. Does he recognize the deity's voice? Give me a knowledge religion. <laughs> Ooh, good question. Let's see. Do 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 knowledge religion. Roll twenty-two. Uh, you would recognize from it being a female voice the swirling smoke, the gray color, uh, that this is the goddess Phrasma. Uh, and with that being known, I say a prayer directly to the goddess Phrasma and, and thank her for her gift and ask that she guide us on our way. Are you familiar Sarah with Ray. the goddess Phrasma and her bone throne? M- me, the player, I am not. <laughs> Wait, bone throne? <laughs> oh, you don't know about is the this, bone is, throne. Is this another like S4 thing uh, that we're talking about, or is this... Uh... <laughs> Yes, totally. <laughs> right. Is that before or after the free convention there? <laughs> no, fill me in on the bone throne. I don't know. She just has a throne of bones that she sits upon. Yeah. Gotcha. She does. Okay. She's known as the Lady of Graves, Lady of Mysteries, Mother of Souls, the Grey Lady, the Survivor. She is a neutral goddess. Her primary focus is the cycle of life and death. So things like the undead she feels are unnatural because that goes against the cycle of life and death. Gotcha. So she is very invested in stopping the Whispering Way. R.I.P. Cabal. Yes. (laughs) Alright. So you now have your hero card uh, that can be used. You've met Phrasma, so you know there's more than just your goddess out there that's talking to you. How, how does that make Porkchop feel to know that it now has, he now has two goddesses talking to him? Well, he knows that Saren Ray sort of views like other deities in sort of like a very like yes or no sort of situation where it's like if you're a god of evil, very clearly on the no side, like we're not doing that. But if you're neutral, she's like, all right, well, as long as you're not straight up evil, I'm okay with you. So, uh, Porkchop feels a little a little bit of ambiguity about how to feel with with a second deity speaking to him, um, but ultimately knows that, that Saren Ray is not necessarily uh, opposed to it and, and sort of more or less welcomes the addition to oppose evil. So, Very good. Okay. So... After all of those events happen, you continue out of the caves, out of the house, probably heading back toward Ilmarsh. As you're going, I'm sure you're starting to think that these underwater tunnels beneath Lake and Carthen and these turn rocks, Lake and Carthen's really deep. 
So you might have ways to uh, to breathe underwater, but do you have anything to withstand the pressure? Yeah, do we have uh, a submarine built by someone who ignores uh, safety <laughs> regulations that we could hire to, to take us down there? Oh, is that, a little, is that a little bit too on the nose? A little bit too topical? <laughs> Y'all might know some old uh, inventor in town that has maybe made a submersible. I have a question about the horse. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that horse that we let go on the property to mm-hmm. run free and eat, how's he doing? Uh he's much better now. He's he's healed back up because he's had time to actually eat. Uh he'll still need he's not fully healed. He still needs a couple more days uh, to heal back up, but he's he's Are we- thriving. Are we taking with, or is he just like the wild horse of this? He should be free property? and wild. I mean, you could take him into town if you wanted to, or you can just leave him to roam the property wild. He should be free and wild. Here, you muted. Break free. Diego That's likes it. the animals running free. I feel like he's going to get eaten if he's out here by himself. <laughs> I mean, at least take him to somebody who can take care of horses. Yeah. So, I mean, a horse by itself is, uh, I don't know, seems like easy prey. Well, Perhaps you're right, my friend. I will I will take it into town. Come with me, horse. Taking it to the glue factory. <laughs> Chaubert actually took it already. He stole it. <laughs> actually, that wouldn't surprise me if Chaubert actually took it. <laughs> he doesn't get that baby back. Mm-hmm. All right, retcon. Chauvet took the horse. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, y'all heading straight to the Turn Rocks. You heading to go collect your money from the mayor. You heading to get the submersible from the old uh, inventor dude. Well, do we uh, have should... everything that we Horace need to Coon. collect our money? Any evidence that we need to bring back or? Right, do we need to bring back like a severed head of a beef jerky baby or like are we yeah. <laughs> the, the Ziploc bag with the <laughs> one, one shrunken head. I mean we could take that that whole crazy lady with her with her beef jerky baby. Do you know how expensive beef jerky is too? <laughs> Think of a whole baby sized. That's no. actually what the mayor is yeah. paying for. He's paying five thousand gold for for, for, for beef jerky. For beef jerky. <laughs> jerky babies. <laughs> babies teriyaki style. <laughs> and this is why we have an explicit rating. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. <laughs> and this is also what happens when we, re- we record late. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I think uh, Diego would definitely say that we should return to the mayor, collect our fee, and talk to the inventor to see if we can find a passage to the caves. Also, I think we should talk to maybe a magic shop, maybe get some water breathing potions or scrolls or something. I was going to say, we just came into a lot of money, so let's go spend it. 
shopping montage. (laughs) (laughs) Trying on outfits. Yeah. Y'all have made friends with the the gift shop lady in town. It's true. All right. So heading to the mayor's office first or somewhere else first? Yeah. Mayor's office first. The money for cash. All right. Uh, so you go to uh, see Mayor Greedle to go collect your reward. But when you get to his office, he's not there. And the entire office looks like it has been rifled through and there's stuff everywhere. Well, I was about to get to do some more rifling to find that 5,000 he owes and as you look more and more, you start to realize that there are signs here of a struggle. And we'll see you next time. Oh, uh, there you go. No. Oh, my friends, I think we have a problem with the mayor. We must go and rescue him now. <laughs> yeah, we got to. We want that $5,000, man.